0: Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy to discovering who you are now and deciding who you want to become and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your next business strategist, and transformation catalyst, Isabel Banerjee. Welcome back, my friends. Today, I'd like to talk with you about what I call the We Fix You Industries. The industries that market to us and make money on convincing us that we aren't good enough as we are, who we show up as, how we look physically, how old we are, what color our hair is, how we dress, how our skin may or may not have wrinkles and sagging, etc., etc. Why am I fixated on the We Fix You Industries? Well, it has to do with what's going on in my life, of course. A few episodes ago, on this podcast, I shared that I am 66.67 years old. And I am very proud of it. Episode 21, which is called Two-thirds of a century and climbing shares how I feel about the fact that I have lived already two-thirds of the first century of my life and how excited I am about what I'm going to do with the next one-third century and the fact that it could even be just the first century and that I will live vibrantly into a second century. Now, I am not delusional about immortality or artificially extending my lifespan. What I am focused on is living the best life that I have now. To be focused on the abundance of time that I have left to enjoy myself on this planet, as opposed to fussing and putting my energy into the scarcity of what is already done. I have shifted my energy into thinking about how to maximize the quality of my life and experiences. I'm trying to be more conscious of what are the things that I want that I may have denied myself in the past for lack of resources, or perhaps because I bought into some of the societal paradigms that said, no, you shouldn't dress like that at your age, or that it's silly to spend that much money on myself at this age. Recently, I made the decision to finally give myself the gift of hearing my entire life. I am moderately hearing impaired but enough that it has been a disappointment and embarrassment for me for a number of years that I can't hear everything fully that I want to, or I hear sounds and I'm not interpreting them as clearly or correctly as I could. So I made the decision to purchase hearing aids. Yes, I'm saying it out loud. I'm proud. I'm excited about the fact that very soon I will be wearing the latest technology to enhance my hearing and my participation in my own life. Perhaps a few decades ago I would have been like a lot of society and I would have thought, oh, how embarrassing, how tragic for her that she has to wear hearing aids. Something that we've relegated to the very old, the very crotchety members of our society. No more, let me say no more. Why wouldn't I now want to have assisted hearing? It's possible for me to have the best cell phone technology and the best music system so that I can hear the richness of sounds in my life. I don't want to miss anything valuable anymore. I want to be able to hear all the notes in music that people are saying around me. I want to be able to hear my grandchildren whispering and giggling. And I want to hear my friends sharing their dreams and hopes and how they are lifting and climbing. This decision to get hearing aids and to change my thinking about how I think people will perceive me as a woman At my age, has caused me to really open up and examine a lot of other stereotypes and paradigms that exist about aging. Creating your own personal style, as opposed to following the prescriptions that have been dictated to us for decades, that are so totally outdated and no longer relevant to us in a society. I really shifted my thinking about how the We Fix You industries are wrong in their approach to marketing to me. I'm not interested in them talking down to me or marketing to me by making me feel like I'm not enough, that I am defective or flawed, or that I will be valued more in society if I'm nipped and tucked and polished and tanned, I'm actively working on examining the beliefs that I've been influenced with, I've been holding on to too long, that suggest that as a woman who is aging, that my value is decreasing and declining. The cool thing about being an evolutionary woman and challenging yourself to grow, is that a big part of that process is unlearning things that have been programmed into us and just been accepted as the truth for a long time. No doubt I'm going to surprise myself, probably even shock myself along the way, as I come to terms with the fact that I have been as guilty as many in perpetuating the success of the We Fix You industries and buying into how they affected what I thought about what I needed to fix about myself. The good news is that I don't have to do this alone. I've got some great friends who are on this path with me as well. And there are more and more women that I can turn to as role models and examples of how to live a full-out, vibrant life without conforming to someone else's photoshopped and filtered version of what it means to be a successful woman in the encore stages of her life. One of my inspirations on changing my attitude about my own aging has been Ashton Applewhite. She's the author of a manifesto against ageism called This Chair Rocks. I'll put the details on how to find that book in my show notes, and I highly recommend that you keep a copy of that on your bedside table. A particular statement that she made was really a catalyst for me to examine my own thinking. She said, ageism is a prejudice against our own future selves. Powerful. Think about that. We own the responsibility to change our own perceptions and attitudes about who we are at any age. And it is within our power to reject any of the previous thinking and stereotyping that no longer is relevant in our society today. So here I am, unlearning and relearning and writing a script for myself for the future. I'm starting my own re-education. I'm going to re-examine everything that I've believed up until now. And the bill of goods that I have been sold and imprinted on my own subconscious. I want to reevaluate my attitudes around what's appropriate for me at this age and at any age. And I'll start by looking at those through the filters of my five senses. Since my senses are unique to me and the combination of them. Make it even more dynamic and personal. I'm going to choose the products and services going forward that support me to optimize and maximize my senses and how they contribute to enjoying the most robust, joyful life that I have. The five senses are sound, sight, taste, touch and smell. I've already shared with you one of my decisions about sound and how that contributes to my enjoyment of my life. Sight for me is about seeing all the colors of my life, taste, flavors. I want to take a big juicy bite out of the world and experience all of those flavors. Touch. I'm a very physical person, and so textures and the sensory feeling of running my hand over a fabric. But in the other context, also, my ability to reach out and touch and connect with humanity is vital. And then finally, smell. Aromas connect with memories, and making new memories To be able to recall special memories relating to smells in my life are very important. After all, these senses, these abilities, contribute to my ability to live my legacy and to have an impact on others. I'm serving notice to the We Fix You Industries that my dollars will only be spent on products and services that enhance and improve my senses and increase my enjoyment of my life. Don't waste your time trying to market to me like I am an aging teenager or a doddering old fool. Remember, there are millions of baby boomers like me that you can serve by smartly investing and the products and services that we want. Thank you for joining me today. And if this topic piqued some interest for you, and you want to think a little more about how we influence and how we change views of ageism, I welcome you to listen to episode number three of the podcast called Expiry Date. goes a little further into how we shift some paradigms about our value and whether we have an expiry date. Goodbye for now. I look forward to talking to you next week. Go out and take a big juicy bite out of life. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to more people by sharing this episode on social media or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch all of the latest from me, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in my community Facebook group, the Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster, and a spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment. Your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember that your success may be the foundation to someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.